James Kennedy Ministries presents Truths That Transform. It's been called the most wonderful time of the year. But why is that so? What's it really all about? We're in desperate need of good news and Jesus offers that good news. Discover the reason for the Christmas season and get a preview of what's to come in 2022 on today's Truths That Transform. Welcome to Truths That Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries where we are standing for truth and defending your freedom. As we enter this Christmas season, we are also nearing the end of 2021. What will the next year hold and what will we be doing about it? On today's program, you'll discover how you can help impact America with an exciting and ambitious new project. And we will take a closer look at the one who is the reason for this Christmas season. We begin with a preview of this ministry's plans for 2022. And I'm joined in the studio by John Rabe, our Director of Creative Production. John, welcome. Thank you, Frank. Always good to be with you. It is good to have you here. There's so much going on in the world around us, and so much has happened in the last year, but we all seem to have a sense of 2022 being a year of great importance and cultural moment. Do you see that as well? Absolutely. Uh, of course, we know that it's going to be a midterm election and a rather important one. And we also, I think, Frank, just see the way the cultural tides have been going. And we all recognize that we are at a, a pivotal point in American history. And that's why I am excited about what the ministry has planned for 2022. And this is really at your direction and at the direction of our board of directors. But we are planning an ambitious slate of new documentary specials that we are going to be producing throughout 2022 that we really see as gospel-focused and culture-changing, culture-impacting documentary specials that we are uniquely equipped and positioned to be able to provide to the public. We've done a number of these throughout the years, and we plan to do numerous of them in 2022. And it's really an ambitious plan that we're embarking upon to put together these documentaries. Yes, it is. We have, as you said, we have been producing important documentary exposés over the years, but, and part of our rationale for doing so is the best way to overcome error is to apply truth to the process. And now more than ever before, truth is under duress. Truth is not even acknowledged as a reality that can be apprehended by some people. What are some of the topics that we're going to be applying biblical truth to in 2022? We are planning a number of specials for 2022. We're going to be doing a documentary special dealing with really cultural Marxism and the tentacles that it is extending into so many areas of our society but also providing hope for how people can go after this. We've seen a little glimpse of that in the state of Virginia in November of 2021 when people reacted to critical race theory and cultural Marxism in their schools and took the state back. Well, that provides us a little bit of hope for what can happen in the nation in the future. We're also going to be producing a new version of a special that we did many years ago called Darwin's Deadly Legacy that looks at the impact of Darwinian theory on the world and 
and the the incredible toll that it has taken in terms of freedom, in terms of human life, and in terms of human dignity. And we are planning, Frank, and I'm very excited about this, two documentary specials dealing with the person and work of Jesus Christ. In the early 2000s, the most important, most successful documentaries that this ministry ever made were two programs called Who Is This Jesus? And what if Jesus had never been born? Who is this Jesus dealt with the person of Jesus Christ and the gospel accounts, their accuracy, the resurrection of Jesus and how he saves us? And what if Jesus had never been born dealt with the effect that he had on the world and everything from education to science to government and so many other areas, so many areas that are not known about now. We are excited to say that we are going to be remaking those two specials in 2022 fashion, full HD, full 4K, uh, ready to stand the test of the next 20 years. These will be documentaries that will not only inform and edify, but will impact the culture and that we'll be able to share with the next generation of young people who need to know these truths. Well, John, let's take a look at some of these plans that we're talking about that will unfold in 2022. I travel all over the country. I've been in 48 states in the last couple of years, probably 16 states in the last few months. And what I do when I'm there is I just meet with regular people. And that's what gives me hope. These are God's people. They're faithful people. They're patriotic people. They love their country and they're willing to invest in the future of their country. We're in desperate need of good news and Jesus offers that good news. Paul says in 2 Timothy 3.12, all those who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus shall be persecuted. And in that same passage, he tells us that we set apart Christ as Lord, always being ready to give an answer to anyone who asks us for the reason for the hope that is in us. There are many people who think, oh, Jesus is the product of messianic fever. The disciples were looking for a Messiah and they chose Jesus and they made him into one. That is an impossible scenario. The reason they ended up believing that he was God was because the evidence was so powerful and so compelling. The evidence of history shows us that the early church absolutely believed that the resurrection was historical, an event that changed the world. The early biblical testimony shows us that one person after another said, we saw the living Christ. And perhaps the crescendo is when there's the claim that 500 people saw him at once. An amazing accomplishment of eyewitness accounts from uh, all the gospel testimonies. What Darwin did is give people license to do whatever they wanted to do because we came up through the animal world. Well, Darwin gave them a worldview, and it was based on natural selection. It basically said the stronger shall survive. If you come to the table presupposing there's not a God, we weren't created, we just evolved by accident, happenstance, that also is going to have great implication for what you believe about your own value as a human being. It's not just an idea of ape-like creatures supposedly changing into people. It's much more than that. It's really a whole way of thinking. It's really a philosophy of life. Actually, I would say it's really a religion to explain life without God. 
Social justice is based on critical race theory, which basically says that race is a means simply for oppression. It is based on a Marxist notion. You're dealing with this neo-Marxist ideology that views the world through the lens of oppressors and the oppressed. And that critical refers to what you do when you identify the sources of the oppression and try to apply these theories in order to bring about a revolutionary political change. Young people today are told that if they are born, you know, with a particular skin color, that America is such an oppressive country that they are a victim. And it's nothing but critical race theory. There are those that really want us to keep focusing on race so that they can exploit whatever uncomfortableness that they can uh, get out of that person uh, so that they can further a political agenda. It is just that cut and dry. The left has deployed a number of strategies to literally steal the vote. Uh, one thing is to allow millions of illegal immigrants into the country, not keep track of them, and then weaken the voting laws. I think that the left has just been so disingenuous and, and quite frankly a little condescending when it comes to the ballot security debate. Simple rules like voter ID you know, are, are, are being adopted but also being resisted by left-leaning groups who are not in favor of a rules-based culture but who in fact thrive off of chaos. Studies have shown that after introduction of voter ID laws, there's no decrease in voter participation, particularly among minorities. Jesus is the force that has created the modern world. Jesus Christ is still admitted to be the most influential person that ever lived Many of the things that even the secular guy takes for granted would disappear if Christianity had never existed. If it wasn't for Christianity, our world would look very different. When we look at the developed world versus the developing world, when we look at prosperity and freedom, there is a direct correlation between the advance of the gospel, particularly the Reformation gospel, and the advance of prosperity and freedom in the world. Well, John, you and I both, I think, have the strong conviction that there's no one else out there doing this in the culture, applying biblical truth to the great moral, political, and cultural questions of our day, at least no one with a national broadcast platform. It really is true, Frank. God has uniquely positioned D. James Kennedy Ministries to do this work, to be able to produce quality, hour-long documentaries that will air in numerous venues, and to also produce a weekly television program that applies the biblical worldview to every area of life. There's just nobody who's doing that conglomeration of issues the way that God has enabled us to. And we live in a very visual culture, as you know, Frank. However powerful visual media was 20 or 30 years ago, it's that much more powerful now, especially when you extend it into social media and YouTube and so forth. We plan to put this material out on every possible avenue, as Dr. Kennedy once said, in ways yet undreamed of, uh, those new communications platforms, we're going to put it out there everywhere. It really is a unique opportunity to impact our nation for Jesus Christ. 
there was a time in the last generation where you could syndicate a television program or even a documentary special and reach a broad audience just by going to the major networks. These days, in order to reach a broad audience, the distribution's got to be a lot wider and it's a lot more expensive than it ever was before. And so we've created uh, our Producers Guild to invite people to join us in this effort because it is going to be incredibly expensive and we will not do these things if they're not done with excellence and if we're not comfortable that the biblical truths we proclaim can make a difference in the culture around us. That's exactly right, Frank. We have a very lean staff. There are no wasted efforts here. There is no overlap. But it takes time and money and personnel to put together television programs of excellence and of high quality, especially those that will stand the test of time. And so we need help to be able to do that, especially in an era when more and more broadcast entities are closing their doors to ministries like ours saying, no, 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 you can't talk about those issues. It's, uh, we had a, a major national network tell us that we couldn't air a program that said that George Washington was a Christian. That's the atmosphere that we exist in now. And so it's more important than ever that God's people come alongside and help fund efforts like these so that we can still get the truth out there when the gatekeepers are trying to keep the gates locked. And John, we've been blessed with faithful supporters that have enabled this ministry to do its work for 47 years. Amen. And we're trying to ratchet that work up to a whole new level of uh, distribution and engagement and, and uh, thankful for the people that, uh, that have helped us come here. Amen. And it, it requires adding staff and it requires adding equipment. It requires adding travel and all sorts of other resources. We can't do that on our own. We need the help of our faithful supporters to do that. And thankfully, whenever we have asked, they have always stepped up for us. Well, John, thanks for being here. I'm, I'm, re- I'm thankful to the Lord for your leadership of our creative uh, production team a great group of producers and editors and uh, production staff. Uh, it's a joy to work with you. Excited about the year ahead. I know you are as well. I am. Thank you, Frank. It is truly an honor to be a part of this ministry and work with you and our great team here. Well, we will tell you more in a few minutes about how you can join us in moving these crucial projects forward. And, of course, at the heart of our efforts in 2022 will be the life work, and mission of Jesus Christ himself. He is at the center of everything. He is what matters most, for without him, we have no hope. Dr. D. James Kennedy sheds more light in this portion of his message, Christ, my life. Is everything that you do done for Christ? To become a Christian, very simply, is this. From now on, everything is for Christ. That's exactly what Paul meant when he said, for me to live is Christ. And the scripture says that every thought is to be brought into subjection to Jesus Christ. Every thought, every motive, every desire, every action, everything that we do is to be done for Christ. Christ, my life. Christ is the purpose of my life. Is he the purpose of yours? If you are a Christian, he is. For if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation who has a new purpose and new desires and new wants. 
He wants to please Christ. The only transcending purpose for life is to be found in Christ. Has Christ become the purpose of your life? Can you truly say from now on everything is for Christ? You see, the scripture makes it plain that as we are born by nature, we are merely flesh, flesh which is corrupting, decaying, and dying. And that which is flesh is flesh, and it goes the way of all flesh. That we need to have a new birth from above. Jesus said we must be born again. Would you like to know what life is supposed to be like? Then look at Jesus Christ. He embodies it all in himself. He is the crystal Christ, the perfect example of goodness and truth and love and kindness and firmness and righteousness and justice. The Bible tells us not only are we to imitate Christ, but we are to actualize and realize Christ in our own lives as well. The Bible says that Christ will come to dwell in our hearts, that we can be strengthened with his might in the inner man so that Paul could say, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And you say that? Is Christ the passion of your life? Jesus came with a heart full of passion. He said, as the Father has sent me, so send I you. And Christ was the passion of Paul's life because within the bosom of the Apostle Paul, there was a heartbeat, a heart that beats with the passion of Jesus Christ. Does that heart beat within you? If it does not, if Christ is not your life, then death is not your gain, but rather it will be unutterable loss. For not only, as others can see, will you have lost the sight of your eyes and the, the ability of your lips to speak and the hearing of your ears and the motion of your feet and the touch of your hands, as well as the beating of your heart. But what they will not be able to see is that you have lost far more than that, for you have lost eternal bliss, you have lost paradise, you have lost heaven, and you have entered into a place of immeasurable woe, where there is weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth and unending punishment. And for you, death is indescribable loss. For only those who can say, for me to live is Christ, can say, for me to die is gain. But if you can, ah, dear friend, how glorious is that gain. And you will look back only in memory upon the victim's bloody cross because you can look up in reality at the victor's glorious crown. And you will know that your Jesus has brought you all the way to paradise. And there will burst forth from your lips hallelujahs and hosannas to him who has come in the name of the highest and who has brought you a never-ending life and who has conquered once and for all death and the grave. And you will then, for the first time, know the full meaning of our text. 
For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. As Dr. Kennedy just shared, Jesus is the center of everything and our only hope in life and in death. That's why this ministry was founded, to spread the good news of Jesus far and wide and to teach the nations all he has commanded. As we enter the last month of the year and look forward to 2022, I'm asking you to help us with that mission. As many of you know, it's enormously expensive to produce and air quality television programs on a weekly basis, as well as to develop and produce fresh, groundbreaking documentary specials. And by God's grace, we are the only ones doing so. If you have never made a gift to support this ministry, I pray that you will use this season of grace and giving to stand with us as we proclaim God's truth and defend your freedom. If you're able to give a generous donation to help us with the work of this important ministry, we will thank you by sending you my brand new book, The Fight of Our Lives, First Principles in the Battle for Truth. We are at a tipping point in American history. And in this series of essays, I take a look from a biblical perspective at how we can engage in the battle, trusting God for the challenges we face in a culture that has turned its back on God. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339, or call toll-free. 877-962-7677 or go online to djkm.org. And if you are able to give a generous donation of $100 or more, we will send you my book, The Fight of Our Lives, plus the beautiful classic devotional, Besides Still Waters, by Dr. Kennedy and Dr. Jerry Newcomb. It contains 365 Bible-based, spiritually rich readings to lift your heart and give you strength from God's Word each day of the year. It will be a blessing to you throughout the new year ahead. That's my brand new book, The Fight of Our Lives, First Principles in the Battle for Truth, plus Dr. Kennedy's daily devotional, Besides Still Waters, as our thanks for your generous donation of $100 or more to help us stand for truth and defend your freedom. And let me say a word to those of you who have an especially strong awareness of God's material blessings in your life. Part of our vision for 2022 is to produce a series of new, high-quality, high-impact documentary specials, including Who Is This Jesus?, Darwin's Deadly Legacy, and a critically important documentary on election integrity. Will you please consider giving a gift of $1,000 or more to become a charter member of our new Producers Guild? You will be directly helping to fund groundbreaking, culture-challenging, Christ-proclaiming programs with the potential to reach millions. 
If you join our Producers Guild, you'll receive my book, Fight of Our Lives, Dr. Kennedy's devotional, Besides Still Waters, and your name will be included in the credits of our documentary specials. Thanks to a matching challenge established by some generous ministry partners, your tax-deductible donation this month will be matched dollar for dollar up to $500,000. And this year, due to some temporary special tax provisions, more of your gift will be deductible than normal. So double your impact and join us in powerfully impacting a culture so desperately in need of truth. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free, 877-962-7677. Or go online to djkm.org. At Christmas time, the world becomes seemingly obsessed with shopping, decorating, and eating. But sometimes Christians can overreact against the worldly treatment of this wonderful holiday by retreating into a sort of asceticism. You may never have thought about it this way before, but Christmas is God's validation of His creation. When God finished His work of creation, He said, It is good. Human sin has brought death and destruction into that creation and marred its original beauty. But as Christmas shows us, God's solution to that problem is not to take his people away into an immaterial spiritual realm of clouds. Jesus Christ, God's own son, took upon himself a human nature and a human body a nature and a body that he still has today and will never relinquish. He died on the cross in his body for our sins and he was raised from the dead in his body, demonstrating his victory over death and the future resurrection of all believers. And he will come again in his body. To do what? To take his people away? No. While that's a common perception among Christians, it's not what the Bible teaches. Satan does not win the battle over God's creation, causing God to abandon it and retreat elsewhere. The Bible tells us, for the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Creation will be redeemed. And Jesus has begun that work through his spirit, working through his people. Jesus came to remove sin from his creation, not to remove his creation from sin. And we appropriately celebrate Christmas with gifts and decorations and tasty treats as we look forward to the liberation of this creation. As the great hymn says, he has come to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. D. James Kennedy Ministries is standing for truth and defending your freedom. I'm Frank Wright. Thanks for being with us. Here's a look 
at the next Truths That Transform. It would be a very cold world we'd be living in today if Jesus had never come 2,000 years ago. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.